Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. It's like anytime there's grilled cheese comes up, Mahoney's like, hold on, let me verify. Dave, there's very few things in this world that I am a uh, master at making, and grilled cheese is one of them. That's how I got my wife. I made her a grilled cheese and a pickle. You put a pickle in there? I feel, I feel like instead of a D in a box, it's a pickle and a grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I got my wife. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. I'd love to play the violin. There's something hauntingly beautiful about it. Message and the harp. I love both of those instruments. I feel like you play the harp or ah. Yeah, the harp. harp, What do you call them? Harpoonists? (laughs) And Mahoney. They were were counting. This is, again, one of those reasons why you don't count your chickens before the egg. Or how's that that saying go? I don't know, but that sounded good. Don't count your eggs before they hatch or something. Whatever, you know. Yeah, don't count your chickens, don't count your eggs, because they both going to (laughs) fry. (laughs) We ain't done yet. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, so they're out here scamming old people, and that's not a new thing. We've seen that for many years now, and it just makes us so angry and so sad at the same time. But this is a new one. Now they're out here scamming elderly people that are also priests. Nah, man, don't be doing that. Uh, 85-year-old retired priest from Illinois fell victim to a PayPal scam that he said built him of $61,000 from his life savings. $61,000? Yep. How did that happen? He had an email that appeared to be from PayPal stating that someone on eBay made a purchase through his account. He assumed the account was hacked. He called what he believed to be PayPal's number. Turns out it was a scam. The scammers posed as PayPal investigators. They gained access to his trust, convinced him to withdraw money from the account to avoid the hackers. In reality, they were the hackers. Uh The scam is under investigation by the Chicago Police Department and their financial crimes unit. But, man... What a what an absolute bummer for this guy. You're you know, 85 years old. You're retired. You think you're doing the right thing. Meanwhile, they're robbing you. You know what? If uh, we need to change the laws because you don't accidentally become a con man and start ripping off the elderly. Like we need to just throw the death penalty in for people who are out here scamming the elderly. Like for real. Like you know what? Because there's no. They're like, what good are you doing to society? None. All you're doing is ruining people's lives. People who worked hard to help build this country and do, you know, what they could to make this world a better place. And you're out here uh, stealing all of their life savings. Yeah, man. Death penalty for uh, elderly uh, scammers. Dave, did you say that they were priests? The guy that got scammed was a priest. Not, so, not the scammers, but the guy that got scammed. So was he was stealing from the church. No, no, no. The guy that was retired was a priest, and then he got hit with this scam that had nothing to do with the church. It was like people pretending to be from PayPal that scammed the priest. How do you make money as a priest? You get a salary. You. you get a salary. You do? Yes. What, do you, what did you think? How do you think that Dude, they made money? Dude, I had no clue. I really did not know. Really? I thought that whenever you were working as a priest, that's why I said so he was stealing from the church because no, I was thinking no. that he was just sitting here like getting his money from like tithes. I don't know. Yeah, well, you are getting your money from tithes. There's like a, a budget for the church. That's So approved. in a roundabout way, this guy hates Jesus. 
Wow, Audrey. Are he you was talking? stealing from the church. He was stealing from a priest. I feel like this is targeted. That was Satan. Some, uh, some good news today as well. This is how you handle it. A, uh, a 12-year-old who is responsible for a carjacking got turned in by his own mother good. to the police. Yeah, if you're a parent and your kid, a little, your kid's a dirtbag at 12 years old, like, it's time to teach him a lesson, right? Yep. You're out here carjacking. Like, I'm 100% diving you out to the cops, you little son of a also, bitch. Also, though, but you're 12 and you're acting like that? What's going on at home, man? Well, I got some I mean, questions. Though, like the, but the, the mom's mom reckon- willing to... Turn them in, so She's, it can't yeah. be that bad. I, mean, uh, I don't know, man. Sometimes whenever you're just fed up, you're fed up, and sometimes they feel like maybe this woman thought, well, now the kid's out of my hair, so I can just do what I need to do. Yeah, maybe. Or, like, he got caught up with a bad crowd or whatever, and she's like, I can't handle this on my own. Like Because she saw him on a surveillance tape Ugh. that they were floating out there because they were trying to solve this case, and the mom recognized him, and she's like, boop, here you go. That's my kid, which sounds like it sucks all the way around, but at least it's a parent trying to do the right yep. thing. Dave and Mahoney, Dave and Mahoney. Dave, Dave and Mahoney. So Mahoney being the resident Disney adult on this show and the leading expert on this program when it comes to amusement parks, I want to get your take on this because there is a giant merger going on in the amusement park world. What's happening now, Dave? Six Flags and Cedar Fair are going to merge into an $8 billion theme park giant. I mean, this seems like... You know, I feel like Cedar, you know, you think about Cedar Point, you know, widely considered one of the best amusement parks in the world when it comes to uh, just straight up rides. Six Flags, on the other hand, eh, I think depending on what part of the country you're on, hit and miss. You don't want to see a bootleg Daffy Duck? Nah, man. Or which one was it? Yeah, it was Daffy. Dude, I used to go to Six yeah. Flags over Mid-America outside of St. Louis all the time, man. That place was sketchy as Hell. But see, that's the beautiful thing about being a kid. Like, I used to go to a place called Valley Fair in Minnesota because we couldn't afford to go to Disneyland or Disney World. And also, it was a, literally a world away, it seemed. Yeah, so, pretty far. Valley Fair it was. And I'm sure if I went there now as an adult, I'd be like, this place is rickety as hell. When with you're these, a kid, it's a kingdom. Kid. Yeah. You guys had, like, the little log thing where you splashed down into the water. Seeing the meth head people running those types of places was the charm as a child. You didn't know. They were just adults. You like, they just were extra fun. You're an adult. You don't have any teeth. I am a child. I also don't have any teeth. We, we are have the something same. in common. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, and also they always did that thing where they were, like, spooking you before you were about to go. Or they were like, oh, my gosh, your seatbelt's not working. They added another level of terror that places like Disney just don't offer. And as it turns out, it's because your seatbelt actually wasn't working. Uh, But, you know, it was still, it it, it spiced things up, didn't it? It did. It Uh, really did. This is a giant $8 billion merger. So Cedar Fair, Mahoney, you mentioned Cedar Point. They also own Knott's Berry Farm, uh, Canada's Wonderland. They have uh, 42 theme parks across uh, 17 U.S. states, Canada and Mexico, and then obviously Six Flags has got all sorts of stuff as well. So the 20 parks in the U.S., two in Mexico, one in Canada for Cedar Fair. This is a big merger, and it's expected to result in annual savings of about $200 million. Well, I mean, you think about how everything else is merging into one, so this just seems par for the course mm-hmm. like everything else. Cool. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. What up, damn fam? Been here since the beginning. Still love you guys. Audrey, can't be the first one to tell you this, but uh, the, um, the boy with the glasses that you like, he's on Peacock. So watch away. 
<laughs> Message deleted. And it's different. So yeah. Harry Potter on Peacock is different than Harry Potter regular That style. is so funny. I thought that he was talking about like some hot dude who like had a little like celebrity crush on. <laughs> no, we're talking about Daniel Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harry Potter. Yeah, no, we legit, uh, that's different. I mean, and, and as a person Harry who. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so we were, me and my friends were actually watching it on Peacock not too long ago. And I was like, I don't remember this scene. What is this scene? So if you're a nerd like me, just go and watch them on Peacock and be baffled that they even made a different cut of the movie. It's funny because we were talking about it the other day. You know, there's all this stuff going on in the amusement park world where there's you know, giant mergers with mm-hmm. Six Flags and it's like multi-billion dollars and all that stuff. But obviously, you know, Disneyland is at the top of most people's list. But Audrey said, I'd much prefer going to Universal over yes. Disneyland because of the area or experience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I do want to, I want to put this out here. I'm growing. I'm maturing as a person. I don't watch it every day anymore. You don't? No. Is I that might because put it on your for fiance like, doesn't let you? No. He actually, so every night I always go, <laughs> pick a number one through eight. Like, no, <laughs> no. Pick a number because then it's his choice. <laughs> have you guys ever heard the? <laughs> you did this to yourself. Uh, have you guys ever heard you know the the, the saying you know there's going to be a time where when you were a kid you go outside to play with your friends and you don't know but it's the last time or yeah. as a parent you know you pick up your kid and you set them down mm-hmm. and one time it's going to be the last time. Do you feel like there's going to be a time where you watch Harry Potter? That's the last time, and that's the last time that you oh. watch Harry Potter ever. <sighs> Well, I didn't know I was going to, like, need to talk to my therapist later today, but now I am. So that's good. Uh, she's going to be on her deathbed and be like, no, bring me more Harry Potter. Give me more Harry Potter. Straight to the veins. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool if I died on my deathbed as an elder, like, and they were like, no, you guys don't know what that means, but that's just no like idea. the death spell. I have no idea. What that's do you mean? A- None of you have seen the movies? I mean, you just I've seen them all. I just don't. I don't no. remember. Oh, that I could never. I haven't uh, seen the movies. Uh, I've read the book. That's the death spell. How do you guys feel about exploring and possibly colonizing other planets? Message deleted. Somebody else can do it. Exploring and colonizing other planets. What are you talking about? I don't even want to leave the state. What a white woman question. (laughs) Have you guys thought about also pillaging other worlds? (laughs) Make a holiday out of it. Also, right now, like you can't get back from like we can't even make it to Mars. Like, you know, so the fact that... We can't even make it back to the moon, man. <laughs> I mean, we could if we wanted. Could we? If we wanted to. Man, Did I, we? we didn't even make it there the Did first we? time. India <laughs> just went there or something? Didn't India just go to the moon? That's what they said. I didn't see any pictures. Uh, India went to the moon? I think so. <laughs> nice, India. Until I see a selfie of somebody up there like, hey, look at look at the crater. You know, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not believing it. Mm-mm. No, I think Russia just tried and they failed, right? I thought India Like, in went. the middle of their war, we were like, wait, Putin, you have some other things you need to be worrying about right now? Like, getting to the moon is not one of them. <laughs> yeah, like, why don't you yeah. worry about winning your war before you worry about the space race Yeah, again? they were trying. Uh-huh. What are your thoughts on artificial intelligence taking over jobs? Message deleted. AI has been around for forever. I've mentioned this before. We used to ask Jeeves all sorts of things. There was also like a rosy thing where you would text in and ask questions. Same like chat GPT. It's the same exact thing that's been around forever. Look, if, if AI can just do all of the jobs and then we can always be on vacation, wouldn't that be better? That'll never happen, Dave. That's not how it works? No, that's no. not how it how works we because there needs paid. to be a cast of people that are uh, systematically oppressed by uh, the 0000000001% to make sure that uh, we're not living and are not as happy as they See, are. See, Bonnie, you don't like being oppressed? I love, so, I no, love here, the thought of just never I, being I, a billionaire. I have an oppression kink. 
I'll tell you this. <laughs> I think AI is is going to be a tool just like computers are, just like calculators were. It's just the next iteration. It's not going to take all jobs, but if it can make some meaningless, pointless jobs that like people in offices who are just surfing the web 99.9% .9 of the time anyway. I want AI to make our printers work. Like if we had AI, like if for like the meaningless jobs that you're talking about, Mahoney, for AI to tackle those sort of things, like the tedious, mundane, like getting printer paper off, like a little robot that would go over there and pick up the paper and take it to your boss's desk so you can avoid your boss, that'd be sick. See, I, I actually like the idea of AI becoming bartenders, and it's not because I don't appreciate a human bartender much more than I'd appreciate a robot making it. It's just... You For me, when the bar is busy, I get so exhausted of having to use my raw sex appeal to get the bartender's but attention. But they're going to do a With perfect pour. With a $100 bill in hand? Yeah, I know. I'm just putting out the vibe, man. I'm you don't want a heavy it. pour? Yeah, it's like you'll going never, to You'll never, you'll get a perfect, like, ounce pour every yeah. time and never, never be drunk again pour. in your life. You don't, you, no. <laughs> wait, wait. You don't know what I can do to them robots. <laughs> uh, you want some WD-40? <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Is there anything scarier than when you're just driving down the road, minding your own business, and all of a sudden you realize that there is just crap everywhere in the middle of the road? Oh, that Like a mattress a or something? You're minding your own business, going 112 miles an hour, and all of a sudden there's something in your way. Rude. Uh, no, but it happened to me yesterday. So I'm driving from the radio station home, and there's this truck that's somewhere in front of me. I don't even see the truck at first. I just see stuff. So there was, I don't know if a strap came loose or what, but there was like a bunch of like, you know, like the stuff that you'd wrap like a vanity in or something. There was like cardboard and like that weird foam wrapping and like mm. stuff like that. Moving like, stuff that yeah, this is, looks like somebody paid, found the absolute cheapest mover they could possibly find. Well, this was like a pickup truck that was towing a trailer that may I look like it had been doing construction or uh -huh. something. So maybe they were on a job and a strap came off and the stuff just starts going everywhere and cars are swerving all over the place and this poor truck's trying to figure it out because they realize that they're leaking. And yeah. so they're like trying to get over to the, to the shoulder to like secure their load and everything else. And stuff's just all over the place. Thankfully, no accidents or anything, but I, it drove me crazy because it's like a wooden crate of some kind, like a piece of it that Jesus. fell off. And it was flat on the ground, but I ran it over. I'm like, I bet there's nails in that thing. And I just got a flat tire. Did you? Not yet. Uh, <laughs> so okay. That's the good news. So I get back to the house or whatever. Everything's fine. But, you know, there's a little bit of a, little bit of a mess on the 202. And I'm like, man, I wonder who that was. Well, my contractor's coming over because we got the no. stove finally after no. six months. And he pulls up, and I'm like, when I saw that truck, I passed it. I'm like, that looks like our contractor's truck, but what are the odds of that? I knew that he was coming over to our house. No, <laughs> no. Dave. And I'm like, Felipe, was that you? And he goes, uh-oh. <laughs> he's like, I told my son, Luis, he's like, well, no one will ever know. And I'm like, well, I do. And he's like... Oopsie. <laughs> I mean, because what are you supposed to do? You can't go out there and, like, clean it up yourself. Oh, You'd be like, hey, over. cut me a deal right now. Otherwise, I'm diamond you out, Felipe. <laughs> I'm going to sell you down the river. Mm, I mean, what you are right now, but that's fine. That's nah, fine. So did you get your stove? We did. It's been six months of waiting, and the stove is finally not just arrived, but it's installed. Working? It's working. So here's your kitchen and your renovations for now, is everything done? No, but close. So, I mean, there's what? like still what like... What else do you yeah, have just to like do? The big yeah. stuff is mostly done. I just, but my wife has found some new projects. Well, like course. now she wants to redo the tile in the kids' bathrooms and, you know, just... Uh, okay, but that that's something for a later date. That's like, something the kids will have to deal with, not me. Yeah. Yeah. I just, man, this is why. Like, I I, I know that you are... You're, you were... You, we, your wife is built different. So, like, I just cannot imagine... 
buying a house, living in it for six months, all the while all that renovation is going Again, on. We haven't uh, had lemon and lemonade woman a stove for six months. We got it hooked up <laughs> yesterday. So, and what I mean by that is you guys have been door dashing like crazy. Dude, I can't tell you how many times I've eaten Grubhub. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, I have been in my rental for six months and have not used the stove once. So maybe it's not that big of a deal. Why didn't you just let me have your stove for these last six months? You're uh, not using it. It's electric. This is David Mahoney. The strangest, strangest dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the world wide web. This, 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 this is the internet is undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. You think about the days before the internet and maybe something truly funny would happen in front of you like once a month. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Like, really? I mean, maybe. Funny stuff just doesn't no, like normally happen when you're going about your day-to-day stuff, right? You would just make things up. You you would ha- you used to have to lie so much. And nobody would believe you when you were ridiculous stories. Yeah, nobody yeah. would believe you when you were telling people what you saw. But now with the modern age of cell phones and having a video camera in our pocket at all times and access to the internet, we have come across all sorts of uh, wonderful encounters that we never would have. We never would have known that the Milwaukee Bucks decided to hire this individual to sing the uh, the national anthem at their game recently. We actually had to trim this down quite considerably because it was about, well, it was a little over three minutes in length. That's a long, it's a long So, wait, anthem. what do you mean this individual? Like, who, like what? W- would you like to hear what I, they sound like? I do, okay. but I'm concerned I'm going to laugh at something Singing I shouldn't laugh at. <laughs> Singing at the Star Spangled Banner, performed tonight by six-time Grammy Award-nominated rapper and artist Flava Flay. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming and the rockets red flare the bomb burst sting in there all the land of the free and the That's better than I would expect a national anthem being done by Flavor Flav to be. I really? agree with that, Mahoney. Okay. Right. I, mean, I think it's because he did it at a slower cadence, like it was like a half speed. Dude, you should have seen the looks on everyone's faces, though, in the stadium. The players, everyone's just trying to hold back the he, laugh. He had like, a bet. He Because, I mean, you think about this, because that's one of the prop bets usually during the Super Bowl that you can make. Is like how long, how is, long is it the over-under oh, yeah. for the national anthem? And, you know, whoever's singing, it's usually... You know, like a Grammy-nominated, like, I mean, R&B singer who's got real just great pipes. Uh, And mm, it's usually like, what is it, about 212? 
or so. Around that. Yeah, about the two-minute mark. uh, Super Bowl, it's usually like 150. Yeah, it's it's around the two-minute mark, you know, 10 seconds, give or take, on either side. I think it depends on the artist. To string this bad boy out to over three minutes, I mean, sure, you had to add, you know, seven extra Braves on the end there. But, uh, yeah, I I think he nailed it. He had the the three minutes and over and was watching his big giant clock. You know, (laughs) I I played craps with Flava Flav one time. I bet you did. Hang on, let me guess, was it at the South Point? No, it, was oh, actually, it wasn't. No, it was actually at MGM. Oh, it yeah. was. Uh, yeah, he uh, he lost me a lot of money. He was rolling, and I thought, ah. oh, flavor, flavor. Yeah, didn't work out. So this guy in the next clip here is audio from a Darren, a very mad dude who is uh, he's he's mad at his neighbor, and I guess he's mad at his neighbor because his cat was in the neighbor's yard. I just want to be clear. You're upset because we made friends with your cat. You're unreasonable people. You're holding our cat. Go in your yard and say, Mercury. Go home. Don't come in our yard anymore. She they will want not listen. She's a cat. She doesn't speak English. It's a cat, dude. Really? Okay. All right. Well, we'll have the police department figure it out. Absolutely. Okay. Great idea. Right. Cat pervert. Oh my God, you got. I have cat done. Pervert. I've done nothing cat to bring pervert. the cat. Literally I've done nothing to bring pervert. the. He's calling him a cat pervert. <laughs> I mean, that's how do you respond to that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like right. that gentleman has a weird, weird feeling toward his own cat. Like, like, why do you love this cat so much? Why are you jealous that your <laughs> yeah. cat stepped out and went to the neighbor's house? And that's what the neighbor, he's like, you're mad that I'm friends with your cat? Like, what's the problem? This is a cat, it's sir. A cat. Cat. Not Came your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdo. Uh, so, the, obviously, Halloween, not that far in the rearview mirror, and footage from a ring doorbell shows a couple of trick-or-treaters dressed as Mario and Luigi, and they are pretty aggressive when it comes to getting that candy. Not in a bad I think way. Aggr- just, I think rightly that's yeah. how you trick or treat. This, this is, is how you treat. This is how you do it? Yes. Okay. Trick or treat! 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 Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Oh, that's yours. I said, Happy Halloween. Oh, man. <laughs> no, those kids are just, that is just pure, unadulterated happiness, yes, man. That is joy. Dude, he, I love those kids so much. He gave so them one much. second to answer the door, and after one second, trick or treat. No, kids so, have no concept of but time. He, here's the thing. It <laughs> could have been four years. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I was talking to a and couple people because I, I didn't, wasn't able to, ha- uh, you know, hand out candy this year. Yeah. This is the yeah. first year I haven't in many, many, you many, many years. Your witch hat and handing. I out. love. I, it's, it's, I love making. You know, I love. I love flexing with the mm-hmm. with the king size, size candy. That's right. King Ooh, size. Pardon me. Candy bars, sir. Not just a full size. King size. But one of the things I was talking <laughs> to a lot of people this year, they said that a lot of kids didn't even say trick or treat. You know, they just. Yeah. Rang the doorbell and they just stood there. That's that happened just, to me last year. Actually, that's just not that true. I mean, I was out trick or treating well, with my with kids. Your kids, no, you but I was raised your kids properly. I was surrounded by all kinds of kids. But I mean, Everyone I heard this from several people that there was. You know, I'm just, just telling you, as somebody that was on the ground, that's a lie. Because no. you, I had trick or treaters come up and just ring the doorbell with their baskets open. Are you saying, Dave, so. that this is trick-or-treat propaganda? It is. It is. Everyone's trying to make <laughs> no, it seem like this. The next generation is a bunch of rude No, because Dave went to an area where they were like, the whole neighborhood's tricked out. He didn't even get to do it in his neighborhood. He went to a, a fancier neighborhood with like tricked out Halloween stuff. But so you went to like the... Not, yeah, <laughs> no, I know that, but I'm saying like you went to people who were uh, excited for Halloween. 
So yeah, they're like, man. they're going to, they're going to know what the deal is. That's why you got to go to a good neighborhood where it's worth saying trick or treat. Whenever maybe Chris I, was handing that crappy candy. Yeah, maybe. Whatever I have children, though, I'm going to teach them not to say trick or treat just yeah. to make people mad. Just stare at them and demand their candy. <laughs> just out there. <laughs> maybe they couldn't talk. Has anybody ever thought of that? Oh, what if they're, yeah, what if they couldn't <laughs> speak, Mahoney, and you're yeah. mocking them? That's not what's going on. <laughs> or what if they were dressed up as mines? Could have. Could have been. So, Audrey, you talk a lot about girl math, and, uh, well, I, I think that it, the, the trend is obviously spreading, and there's more and more people that are getting on board with your form of accounting, girl math. Thank you. Mm-hmm. If you spend $100 and you get a $10 reward, you just made $10. Correct. That's, 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 that's not accurate. Correct. That's, that's not how that works. If you return an item at the store, you just earn money. So if you return something and buy something at the same time, <laughs> it was free. It's free. No, no, no. Because you, you had to spend the money the first time. Uh-uh. No, but then the second time it's free because it's no extra money. Or like if you pay for cash with something, it's free because it's not coming out of your bank account. Correct. I, I just, I, I feel like. Or this just... one's so good. Like if you go to Starbucks or Dunkin' and you use your app, you scan and pay, it's free because that money was already there. I'm never going to have money. Honestly, is this how you... This is just how girl math works. Girl math isn't a thing! Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Do any of you know any extremely useful websites that most people probably don't know about? Message deleted. No, man, even the websites that are supposed to be super useful, like WebMD, every time you go there, it's like, okay, I have a slight headache, cancer. Be prepared for your immediate death. <laughs> like, what and in the world? I find myself, crazy. after I go to WebMD, f- you know, diagnosing myself thanks to the internet, and then I'll actually go to the doctor if I'm sick, and then I'll find myself thinking, this doctor doesn't know what they're talking about. I've researched this on WebMD. And then I realize, oh, wait, I'm an idiot. Maybe I should actually listen to the medical professional. So, but that just means you're not a good researcher, though. Because sometimes if you are, like, really aware of your body and what your symptoms are, you can, like... Figure out what's going on and a little what bit. What did you just say to me? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that you're a you're poor journalist. How dare you? Uh, oh, yeah, wow. man. Like, everybody knows if you're going to get medical advice, WebMD is not the place. It is Facebook. Yes, for my peers. <laughs> I want to be able to ask. I don't even want to have to go to the doctor, actually. I just want to be able to ask my neighbor. What's up with this rash? The boils. <laughs> what is up with these boils? Have chlamydia. you ever seen it's them always before? Chlamydia. Always chlamydia. It's back chlamydia. Do you again. know any at home remedies? Please <laughs> <laughs> Yes, stop being a hussy. (laughs) Okay, question for you. What's the greatest TV theme song, and why is it the theme song to Greatest American Hero? Message deleted. Scooby-Doo. Ooh. I don't... I mean, honestly... Barney Miller's really good. Knight Rider. Cheers. G.I. Joe. Oh, you guys are... Pretty iconic. Come on, you're missing out on the best one. Whatever happened to... That one was when that came on Friday night. You know, oh, yeah. that was a that was a whole vibe. Yeah, this wasn't epic though. This was just put you no. in a good mood. You know what? Like Ducktales. Oh, wow. Ducktales. Yeah, maybe good. one of the greatest of all time. I don't know, man. Barney Miller's baseline is just uh, that that Friends? one. That one slaps. The Friends is pretty good. Maybe yeah. of all time though. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, it was just such a nice little snappy jingle. Yeah. Also. 
They don't make theme songs like they used to. Is it like what modern show no. has a great theme song? Like you think about a show uh, that you watch a lot, like Grey's Anatomy. They don't have a theme song, do they? But they have just it's a tune. Yes, it's always like sad you're, Sarah McLaughlin dogs are you're dying wrong here, Dave. <laughs> you're 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 wrong here because there I'm, are some great ones out there. We were literally just talking about this off air five seconds ago. The uh, show, The Peacemaker. On HBO. Okay, that's one where recently you went, oh my God, that has a great theme song to it. But there's no theme songs for like your traditional Game of Thrones. The reason why <laughs> and the new one slaps too. The House of the Dragons. Do you know why I don't like that theme song from from uh, Game of Thrones? Is because every time that it'd be playing and they'd be going through the little intro, I'd be like I don't understand any of this. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what is happening. You have to pay attention oh. to the maps because the maps are telling you where I you're going to be going to in the that maps episode, and, dude. And still, I don't know. <laughs> you're just not good at fantasy lands, and Dave. You don't. You wouldn't. You don't. You're not as big of a fan of this show as Audrey and I. And I just sent it to you the other day. Uh, a theme, a theme song, and a show intro that we never skipped once. Not ever. Say it with your chest. The Sopranos. The Sopranos. Never oh, once did you. Once. Ever. Every time. Got myself a gun. Yeah. Got yourself a gun. That well, theme song, every... Phone dude, mm -hmm. you I know will what? never skip it. I actually just realized this. I think I am an intro girly. Like, I watch intros all the time. I never click skip. I love it. It's a Do part really? of the show. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I agree. I want... Skip them all. No, because that... As a person in production, Dave, if you skip an intro... Don't care. Really? It sets the, it sets the so mood. So you would skip the intro of this show every morning? Of our show? Yes. Oh, absolutely. No, it's you garbage. would not. Yeah. You would not. Nobody is reading the production credits. It's just not happening. Dude, no, you it's not. I think they're I take this all back. The best theme song of all time, the most iconic theme song in the history of television, Bad Boys from Cops. Oh. Oh, oh God. You win. Think of that. You yeah. win, Dave. Yeah. You win. Didn't even think Please of that. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, you guys were talking about Bigfoot. I've seen him. I lived with him for over 20 years. He was from Minnesota. Message deleted. <laughs> Dave's from Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're... Or did you live with Dave? Mahoney for Dave this time. No, nah, nah, I'm nah, from I, Missouri. I ain't Bigfoot. I'm more like Littlefoot. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So after all these years, they think they have finally found the guy who is at least partially responsible for the killing of Tupac Shakur. And the court case is going on right now. And I got corrected last time that I said it. Is it Keith D or Keefy D? I don't know. Whatever this guy. His name is Dwayne Davis. He's a former Southern California street gang leader, and he pleaded not guilty to orchestrating the 1996 drive-by shooting that killed Tupac in Las Vegas right there at Flamingo and Las Vegas Boulevard. Dave, get his name right. It's Dwayne. 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 
Uh, the, th- this guy was arrested back at the end of September after police served a search warrant on his home in suburban Henderson, and it drew a bunch of renewed attention, obviously, to the decades-old case. But this guy's been having a tough go. Like, he was saying that this lawyer was representing him. The lawyer denied that he was representing him. And then there was another lawyer who was representing him who's a pretty high-powered defense attorney in Las Vegas. He just bowed out of the case as well. So things are not going yeah, great. Yeah, you got to pay your lawyers, lawyer. brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that, that's why they're not, uh, that's why things are working. You got to pay your lawyers. So Mahoney, out of all of us here, you are the biggest Real Housewives fan. Do you watch the uh, the Real Housewives of Orange County? Uh, on occasion, it's not one of my favorites, but I uh, I'm familiar. Are you familiar with uh, with Shannon who uh, who crashed her car drunkenly? Shannon uh, yeah, she is responsible for a uh, DUI hit and run case. So if you didn't see the video, the that was video is around. pretty atrocious. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm I am glad that nothing happened to her or anyone else. Yeah, I mean, so she like almost like crashed into an entire building. She crashed into somebody's house. Yeah, it was a house in Newport Beach. She had a uh, blood alcohol content of 0.24, which is three times the legal limit. That is drunk and she is getting a slap on the wrist. No jail time at all, even though DUI hit and run. Keep in mind. Wild. Now, I think you're right. It probably has a lot to do with the fact that thankfully nobody was hurt, but still, she's going to serve 36 months of informal probation, some fines and some fees, and that's it. Wow. I mean, it feels crazy to me that like you're only going to do probation if you were in a if you were drunk driving and you hit property and then you ran. And you ran. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty wild. So, I mean, somebody uh, again you know somebody must be nice to be uh, famous and rich. Uh, and finally, HBO has given us some updates on some shows that I'm a huge fan of. I think you are as well, Mahoney. You, Audrey, are into some of these. Uh, House of the Dragon, Last of Us, White Lotus, all giving updates on this. So House of the Dragon Season 2 is set to premiere in early summer of next year. So the trailer for Season 2 is screened at this event in New York City. Um, there's also going to be a new Game of Thrones spinoff called A Night of the Seven Kingdoms, The Hedge King. That's going to start shooting next spring. Okay. Last of Us Season 2 will start production in early next year with the premiere targeted for 2025. Uh, both Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey are going to come back for their roles in that. And then White Lotus Season 3, along with other shows like Welcome to Dairy, It Prequels, They've been delayed due to 2025 due to writer's strike, Mm -hmm. but uh, they are still on the docket and they are still going to be produced. When are we getting another Peacemaker, man? That's what we all want to know. You know what? They didn't say anything about Peacemaker, but now that you mention it, you're right. That was a really, really uh, fun show and uh, exceptionally well done. But haven't those guys been like really busy, though, trying to kind of reboot the entire DC universe? James Gunn is in, in charge of the DC universe now. Which I think is a great move on DC's part. But yep. I think, uh, you know, The Peacemaker was just such a fun show and we need more John Cena in his underwear. Never thought I'd agree with you, but I would I would concur, Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. So this is Wild Mahoney. You and I have been a fan of HBO and HBO's programming for a long time. But the boss of HBO, his name is Casey Bloys. He was allegedly, not even allegedly now, he's come out and admitted forcing staffers to write mean tweets to TV critics under fake accounts because they were critical of shows that were on HBO. Bro, just hire a bot farm in India like everybody else. (laughs) 
He has apologized to the TV critics after it was revealed that he forced the staffers to create fake accounts and write mean posts as a way to respond to critics on yes. social media and other publications' articles if they were critical of the shows on HBO. This is kind of giving me the same vibes. I had a boss whenever I was working in retail that whenever you would have to do your like end-of-the-year recap review for their performance, she would watch you fill it out, and you had to say that they were doing a good job. Isn't it wild? Like, Bosses like about, this are wild to me. Like Because the, the, I've had the same sort of thing where like the boss is over your shoulder or the teacher is over your shoulder watching, watching you, you, and you're like, hey, man, I thought this was supposed to be anonymous, anonymous so yeah. I can talk trash about you. Because I need to, because I'm. this is a cry for help. I need to <laughs> blow a whistle somewhere. And I can't do this here. So this boss is very interesting for them. And, and like you said, Mahoney, do like a little bot farm. Everyone else does it. This guy was just a, a dork. Like, how did you miss that opportunity? And now you're getting caught. And like, you're you're the head of HBO. Yeah, I mean, like, what are you don't, doing? Don't get me wrong. Like, I find this to be a little bit funny because you're the head of HBO. You've got you know hundreds of millions of dollars in production budget. The vast majority of your shows are actually really good. So, but are but they the head get- of HBO or are they head of the Max? Like the 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 what it is now? Because HBO, I think, was the pretty shiny, nice thing, and now it is not. It's not that anymore. No, this is the head of HBO. So wow. this is before the whole like Max debacle and everything else. Interesting. And uh, the reason why this actually came to light is because there was a wrongful termination and harassment lawsuit filed by somebody that used to work at HBO, and that's why all of this got revealed, and then you're like, oh, yeah, like this has been outed, and now this... HBO boss has to come out and actually apologize for Nerd. it. Like, I mean, again, it's kind of funny where you're you're the boss of HBO and you get so butthurt over a couple of reviews mm-hmm. of your shows not being perfect and glowing that you're going to hire people to write mean tweets. No, you're not even hiring people. You're making the people who already work for you, the interns yeah. and so forth. Like, man, this is just such a little D energy. This is David Mahoney. You know the songs. You know the songs. Be working so hard. But do you know them when they sound this bad? I've got this feeling. It's Cover Your Ears. On Dave and Mahoney. Nikki is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. And Nikki, you have been on hold and you've been mad at us because the last couple of days you've been the backup and you said, no, no, I want to be the contestant today. Well, good luck. Now the pressure is on. Are you ready to do this thing? I am two energy drinks to me. I'm over-caffeinated and ready to rock. Fantastic. Pearl, way to start your day. Woo! 30 what? seconds on the clock for each one of these. you got a couple of lifelines if necessary. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Here we go. views on that one. That's 30 seconds. Nikki, do you know it? Um, it's definitely Jenny. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, we used to call it 8675309, but no, it's, it's definitely Jenny. Uh-huh. Um, the group I'm struggling with for a second. Um, I might need to use a lifeline. You want to oh. use a lifeline on a half point, though. Because mm. you've already got a half point. The strategy. I know. I know. I know. I don't want to waste it. Um, not, not Toto. It's not, not Toto. Toto. Oh, gosh. 
All right, I got to use half the point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Half point's still solid on that one. Uh, Tommy Two Tone is what you were looking for there. Tommy Two Tone. Yeah, oh, yeah. I never would have gone that. Right on the okay. tip of your I tongue. I wouldn't have gone yeah, that tongue either. Tongue. But you got a half uh, point. <laughs> and okay. Did you used to, Dave? Did you used to call that number? Eight six seven five three zero nine. Yeah, and then hang I up. I think everyone used to. Didn't yeah. they finally disconnect it? Yeah, I mean, they, most cities. Yeah, because yeah. people were getting harassed. It was oh yeah, we would, yeah. We, would, we would call them all the time. So ninety thousand views on this next one. Here we go. Stop that Banger. right there. That was, that was, that was tough until that. that last 10 seconds. I agree. Yeah, uh, Robin More Adele the Anderson. From Boston. There you go. Full point on that one. Well I'm done, Nikki. Boston. I have to know that. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Uh, yes, that was actually pretty good. 90,000 views on that one. Yeah. Interesting take on I that. I liked her mm-hmm. rendition. Yeah. Uh, so, point and yeah. a half, you're doing great. Both lifelines still intact. The next one here, even more popular, 142,000 on this one. <laughs> He's having a time at karaoke. I had to take my headphones off so that I could remember the first lyric that I heard that sounded uh-huh. like the original song. Oh, that's tough. I got you. That right. was painful. I, I, you lost me. Like, I couldn't even. It sounded like a cat. I got it. it okay. What you need. Tag Mahoney and he's got you. Was that Whitney Houston's it I Will Always Love You? It was, yeah. Oh, wow. So, so That's let me, right, Mahoney. Oh Good job, dude. Let me, let me run this Good last job. part back for you, Nikki, because, yeah, you'll hear it now. So two and a half points. Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline, but it's all right. You are doing really well. Here we go on to number four. Oh, oh can't you see? Love it when you guys include those dudes in to cover your ears. That's the Melodica Boys, and again, very popular. Three hundred forty-eight thousand views on that one. Probably Nikki. bootleg ghost. Maybe over I'll to like you. It. I got this. It's, it's every breath you take by uh, the police. Yeah, I'll be watching you. Three hundred forty-eight thousand views on that one. So you got three and a half points. All you need is a half point on this last one, and you're going to win. Audrey's still available as a lifeline, Hello. but the last one here only has nine views. Okay. Nine. Here we go. Here we go.
yourself this way. Life is ours, we live it our way. And we'll stop it right there. Nikki, for the win, do you know it? I got it. Nothing else matters, Metallica. You got it. Girl. This is Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, I know that you are always looking for something to justify those all-night Coke benders that you love so much. And guess what, what friend? What the hell? Okay, none of that's true. But I uh, mean, once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Or am I? Don't, 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 don't. We'll never find out. Here's uh, here's some good news. If you do enjoy staying up all night, uh, pulling an all nighter can reverse depression for several days, according Absolutely to your new study. Absolutely not. Let but- me tell you about college. <laughs> like there is nothing that is more depressing than having to pull an all nighter, and then the existence of the next day happens. Like it's all fun and games until next day. Well, there. I mean, there's literally nothing more shaming in this world. Then when you've been out all night and then you decide that you're going to go home and you get in the, that Uber or cab and you're having the drive of shame. Meanwhile, people are out, are out jogging, Ew. starting their day. I always cheer them on, though. Exercising. You do? I, I, oh, yeah. I'm like, you can do it. Oh, I mean, I'm not like, like really out the window, but in my mind. And you then, elitist. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you're jogging. Like, How dare you? Oh, yeah. That's also parts of my morning as well where I like loathe and cheer at the same time. So the new study suggests that pulling an all-nighter may reverse depression for several days, acting as a potent antidepressant. That's just not true. Researchers included mild and acute sleep deprivation in mice and found that dopamine release... Yeah, they're mice, man. <laughs> like, what? Like, this is... You're doing this study on rats. How do we even know what their happiness and dopamine levels are? They're well, just the excited to be alive another day. Conducted by neurobiologists at Northwestern University could help scientists understand how moods change naturally and provide insights into the functioning of fast-acting antidepressants like ketamine. Is that what ketamine is? Yes. Is that why people are always doing ketamine? It's K- okay, yes. man. Yes, it, it's it, why people get so hyped up on it. It, it makes you just, like, not depressed? Well, it's, they've been using it for PTSD and other trauma uh, a lot lately, and it's one of the things that is actually shown to uh, work quite... In microdosing forms. <laughs> well, but it, it, when led by a medical professional. professional. And sure, there's those of us who, you know, go to electronic dance shows and will... Uh, get out the lights yeah, on the fingertips that's and not, do that's all a the little, little bit different. dancing with your fingers. Sure, but uh, yeah, that's it's it's uh, it's got some interesting properties, Dave. So this is interesting. It says that after a sleepless night, mice exhibited more aggressive, hyperactive, and hypersexual behavior. Is that good? Horny like, ass mice? I, no, I'm thinking about myself. Like if I don't sleep for a night, would I want to be like, hey, this is working great? I'm aggressive, hyperactive, and hypersexual. That I, sounds like they're manic. I do. <laughs> that sounds like so manic good. mice, which I, also is an awesome band name. I manic will say mice, that yeah. after a night where I don't sleep well, I'm definitely more aggressive because I'm quicker to anger. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you're irritable. I don't know if I'm hornier though. <laughs> I doubt you it. Know? I feel like that would be the worst sex ever. Like, I mean, can you imagine just like tired? I'm gonna lazy? fall asleep. Yes, <laughs> man. Like, did he fall asleep? Yes. Again. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Dave. Dave. 
Pete and Ed Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Audrey, I want to drink the jacuzzi water you're sitting in. Oh, my God, man. Why would you put that in What? There? Oh. Call, call, call the police on that pervert. What? So if you missed the story um. from Audrey talking about urinating in the jacuzzi water that she sits in, both public and private jacuzzi, she'll just let it go. In fact, she hilarious. said, I'll do it over the little jet so it blasts towards you. Uh, there was, um, guys, there was a lot more on that message I couldn't put on uh, the There was more to that? There was oh. more. Oh. But the good news is you got a fan? Uh, yeah. yeah. Love my fan club. <laughs> Why is there? Find my VIP oh. link in my profile. Full of pervs. Dave, it's uh, the spicy link. Sir. The spicy link? Oh, is yeah. that what called? That's okay. the, that's is the, that what they call it? That's the proper uh, vernacular to be, uh, or the proper wording <laughs> for for that. Uh, but there Can are, I sell that? We, I there, say, there, it and sell it. Oh, so God. There are women out there who have found a niche of selling their bathwater. There was a couple influencers <laughs> who did that. Who yeah, then I remember that. Went on to selling her farts in a jar and made... You know, hundred thousand so dollars. What is wrong with doing people, that, man? Like, if you're buying somebody's fart in a jar, man, you need to reconsider. Like, again, I'm gonna shame you. Like, no, I'm I don't. I don't knock her you. for the hustle because no. she found a bunch of idiots. If to I could fart in a jar and make a hundred grand a year, <laughs> yes. I would do it constantly. I would be eating nothing but onion rings. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Next. <laughs> it made me gassy. All right, so who are your guys' favorite all-time rock bands and uh, and why? Message deleted. I mean, dude, the list is so long for me as far as, you know, great rock bands that I'm a huge fan of. I mean, Tom Petty is timeless to me. Metallica has always been one of my favorites. I think Pearl Jam is incredible. Like they, Soundgarden. Yeah, I mean, Soundgarden and Pearl Jam out of the grunge era resonate sure. more with me than... Uh, like Nirvana, I was yeah, diehard Nirvana. Like, Were you? like the biggest thing, and that was that was the Beatles to me. Yeah, well, that was the introduction into grunge for yeah. so many of us. I mean, but for me, you know, like even still today, like I'll listen to I listen to Led Zeppelin all the time. I listen to every album, you know, like when I'm flying, when Can't I'm traveling, you know, I throw on an album because usually my flight's about 45 minutes, and so that's you know usually about the length of one of the albums. I'll listen to it start to finish. But I'll tell you this. Uh, I don't know if you've had the chance to listen to the new Beatles track. That, I have, actually, yeah. And it is, I've listened to it probably 20 times already. It's called Now and Then, and they mm-hmm. used AI to, like, bring John's vocals because he recorded a tape in one of these sessions, and so they, but they could never find a way to get the vocals out, and it's so damn good. And, like, even the Beatles catalog, and I know that's not, like, a shocker, you know, but, like, that's a song, like, I was just listening to it, and I'm like, this is why these guys were the biggest band in the world, because anything they do, just, they they had it. And you can't describe what it is, you can't replicate it, they just had it. CCR for me I was is, just going to say that is is a big one and what's interesting is that my dad I didn't know this until fairly recently is a huge CCR fan as is my dad and so like having that connection point yeah. is really cool I don't know if you guys are the same way with like where you really appreciate artists and their art even more because somebody that you love also enjoys that and, music. Well, same thing with the Beatles. Like, my mom texted me last night to say, hey, did you know that there's a Beatles a song? A new Beatles yeah. song, and yeah. I, and that's I, so uh, her and I connected over yeah. that, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. And Fogarty, the only uh, artist who's ever been who's <laughs> who's ever been sued for sounding too much like himself. How about that? Yep. That's a unique he beat distinction. He, he, beat, he beat that rap, though. 
Have you ever witnessed a moment or scene that took your breath away with its beauty? Message deleted. Every single morning when I look across the studio and see Mahoney. I thought you were going to say when you woke up next to your wife. Oh, I thought no. you were going to say when you looked in the mirror. Because I'll tell you, is your <laughs> Man, wife a pretty sleeper, Dave? Yeah, she, she's actually a much better sleeper than, no, I, than mean, I am. Because like like, your <laughs> mouth's open and you're like, like a warthog, uh-huh. look like Pumbaa from <laughs> Lion King. Be on the Dave and Mahoney show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Leave a message. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So to kick off today's Redneck Report, we'll start with a 29-year-old from Florida that is being nominated for Mother of the Year. You ready for this, Mahoney? Let's hear it, Dave. Uh, yeah, this uh, South Florida mom accused of throwing and kicking her three-year-old son, and the incident was caught on camera. She was caught on a neighbor's surveillance camera, pushing around her three-year-old and then picking him up and chucking him. The incident occurred after the child wanted to go to the playground, but this uh, 29-year-old decided that she was not having it, uh-huh. and so she thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fight my three-year-old. Yeah, the, you know, when people wonder why, why don't my kids talk to me, or why uh, why aren't they uh, around later in life? It's because you treat them like garbage, man. There's just people out here who do not need to be having kids. That daughter, that three-year-old, is going to end up like becoming like Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Just like every day training to fight their mother back. Just just fighting large slabs of meat in the cooler <laughs> all the time, just ready to go. So it sucks to get arrested. It really sucks to get arrested by your coworkers. A Miami police officer was found drunk, passed out in his car with his gun on his lap. Now, Man, it happens. It was not his patrol vehicle, so that's a good thing. He was off duty at the time. Is uh, it but the, good? I mean, it's better than if you're like you're on duty drunk. But he has a gun. It would almost make more sense for him to have the gun in his lap in his squad car. What was he doing? I mean, all drunk cops have their the guns front. on them at basically all times. You know, that's not like a that that it would be more strange. If he's an off-duty officer who did not have a gun. But if you're drinking, man, you should know better. I agree. Like, you're a cop. And also to the point where you're so drunk, you're passing out behind the wheel of your car. Yeah, it's giving a new meaning to uh, your Glock being cocked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this, what's really funny about this is that they, they find the car. He's in it. He's passed out. There's music blaring out of it. So they go up and they start cop knocking on the window. Uh huh. And he doesn't come to immediately. But when he eventually does, they're like, hey, man. Can you put the car in park and get out? And he accidentally put it in reverse and <laughs> backed up a couple of feet. Oh, no. And you're like, okay, this guy this guy is loaded. And sure enough, him and his gun were both loaded. Now he's in a whole bunch of trouble. And finally, I'm sure this is just a totally innocent mistake. In fact, the person responsible for it has come out and said, it's a totally innocent mistake, you guys. What's that, Dave? He's a Grubhub delivery driver, and he's claiming that even though he was supposed to deliver a Chick-fil-A milkshake to somebody as one of their orders, he very unintentionally, accidentally, again, honest mistake, delivered a warm cup of urine instead. Oh, uh, uh, so, you know, yeah. he had just extra cups in Chick-fil-A. Yep. Like you have urine in Chick-fil-A cups yep. in his car. Also, weight, the weight would be different. Uh, so the the man whose name is Caleb Woods who ordered it, he's from Utah, uh, he said that he ordered uh, fries and shake from, uh, from Grubhub and discover the disturbing content after taking a sip. Oh, no. So this feels like there are morons all around. What do you, I'm going to gag. What do you mean that you did not see that your milkshake was liquid, first of all? I mean, I ordered the lemonade from 
Chick-fil-A every time I go there. So do you think that it was one of those lemonade shakes, like the frozen It might have been. But he said he confronted the driver who admitted to accidentally switching the cups. But you guys, the driver is the victim here. He said he had to relieve himself in a cup in the car due to long working hours. No, that mm-hmm. just, that excuse does not exist. That Bro. does not exist. Whenever you're doing, you're, you're a freelance worker, man. Like, you pick your own hours, you do your own thing. It's not like Uber Corporation, the suits of Uber are making you stay in your car car and drive till you've got to pee in someone else's milkshake. Also, bro, like we've all been there. We've all been in those situations where we don't have time. We're in a car. We're driving. We got to pee. Just get a wide mouth Pepsi bottle like the rest of us. Oh. Oh, like the rest of you men, we can't pee in a wide mouth Pepsi cup. You, 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 you can you, if you try. You, you had to get the wide mouth, huh? Yeah. Uh, I mean, me too. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. If you could be any mythical creature, which one would you be? I would love to be a mermaid and live in an underwater castle. Message deleted. Nah, man, there's too many scary-ass things down in the the ocean. Including mermaids, man. Mermaids were not, like, Happy. They're sirens. They were supposed to lure you and drown know, you into the deep. they're hot, and that's just kind of what we fall for. The hair over the yeah, boobs. Fine. Did it for me, man. Oh, I was like, yeah. yo. Yeah, yo. if you're going to drag me down there and, like, slowly drown me while, like, also being hot, I'd be like, okay. Same with fairies and pixies. All of those things that have been depicted as, uh-huh. like, cutie, cutie, cuties. Tinkerbell was a murderer. She was a murderer she out was. for Wendy's mm-hmm. blood, and and Peter Pan was just gaslighting Wendy and be like, no. Nah. Like, the PR couldn't they did. Be, couldn't be Tinkerbell. The PR they did for Tinkerbell to make her nice. <laughs> Over the years, oh boy, you have whitewashed that. Yeah, if you have not rewatched Peter Pan, look at how mean Tinkerbell is and how much Peter Pan just, I think, really wanted Wendy dead. Well, and also, even in the movie Hook, like, Tinkerbell gets big for three seconds. Next thing you know, she's trying to bust up his marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, because she was obsessed, out with him. obsessed. I know. You creepy little pixie. Please leave a message after the tone. Shout out to Freemasons. I don't know what you do, but at least you're free. Message My grandfather's <laughs> been a Freemason for 50 years. Are you mm-hmm. supposed to tell that? Isn't yeah. that supposed to be a secret no, society? It's not. No, In it's the not. underworld. Like, I think all you had to do was like memorize like whatever the rules were and like set the laws and the bylaws. Then you like repeat them and then you just have a place to drink. I away mean, from your I think family. he told you that. Because he loves you. I don't know if you're supposed to be out in your grandma. No, he never told me that. I just know that. I mean, I found, like... Exactly. exactly. It's, a, it's a family <laughs> secret, you idiot. No, it's not. Now you yeah. just ruined the whole Illuminati. That's not... That's they're a not lot. It's, Freemasons it's the are supposed thing. to be, like, That's a secret not, society. Yep. They have plenty of lodges all across the Freemasons, country, Freemasons, Illuminati, and the Shriners, all the same. Not, not even close. Hidden underbelly of America that Mahoney has just exposed. This is David Mahoney. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I see. Okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know what, guys? I'd like to protest. I mean, we've been doing the blooper reel for many years here on the show because we're not very good at talking, and so mm-hmm. sometimes we like to showcase... You know, all of our screw-ups because that's just the life that we lead. Uh, but Chris seems to be having a little bit too much fun with this. No, guys, it's actually so much work. Like, I haven't even mentioned this probably before. You, you only get to half of the things you screw up. 
Oh my God, are we making you work at work? Like I am work. so like, sorry. If to you guys do could that just to you. speak in complete sentences, this would be a lot easier for no. me on Fridays. But. In fact, Mahoney and I have a pact. We're screwing up exclusively on purpose just to mess with you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there's a there's a spin today. We're gonna find out who blooped the most. Okay. Here we go. I, uh, you know, I would, I would, I would have came to the rescue of this this woman who was sixty five years old. I would have, I would, I would, you know, because there's not two th- things are clogged and spiders. Things I hate the most, you know. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would, you know, things are clogged and spiders. Yeah, some bad news. You got to watch out because your pressure cooker is going to explode. No, don't tell me that. Uh, that's why I don't have a pressure. Cook. That's why I don't pressure cook because your pressure cooker is. Where, I mean, you, most of the homemade bombs out here are pressure cooker bomb, pressure cooker bomb. And these weeks and weekends are some of my favorite. The end and begin, uh, the end of October and the beginning of November, November are peak. The begin uh, of October and of November. Also, their unpredictable behavior, like honking horns or squirting guns. Unpredictable behavior, like people don't like things. Adds and so an element of unpredictability. <laughs> There's just no way that you like. I mean, I believe that like. I don't know if I, like, I, I don't want to, like, necessarily believe in, like, ghosts or moving stuff. You, like, I mean, I necessarily believe in, like. There's nothing that you, like, truly, like. Why not, I get man? so embarrassed. I was like, I'm, I, oh, God. I that you, like, that you, like, oh, oh, By the uh, Polk County Sheriff's, uh, he was stopped by the Polk County Sheriff's deputies. Uh, they boxed him in and uh, forced him to get out of the vehicle because, you know, uh, he stopped by the and and uh, forced because, you know. Plus, it's like the Super Bowl. I mean, well, maybe not the Super Bowl. Maybe this is like the, uh, I don't know what's it like right under the Super Bowl. I mean, well, maybe not the Super Bowl. Like the missing fisherman was one of just two people aboard. A missing fisherman was missing fisherman. And then grabbed a fishing pole and, and hopped on a life raft. I don't know. Like, wow. settle, settle, settle down here. Whatever this police, like, I know that they're following, like, policy is like, because I think they said that this is the third time. Settle, settle down here. Whatever this police, like, <laughs> I think. Yeah, she uh, she said she, she went public about the incident, expressing concern. She said she, she went public. It's a commitment. It's a commitment whether you want to admit it or not. It is. It's a commitment whether you want to admit it or not. <laughs> No, I'm not talking about a real bud. Talking about a real bud. She she asked me, you know, I'm more of the uh, like like uh, what like when it comes to construction. You details. guys are able to recall like recall every single detail. Recall like recall. You know, because they they had just you know they were in the uh, they were in the, uh, the, the the you know the AFC Championship game. Right. <laughs> Let's try again. When it first you were could first do that like couple lifelines if you need it with Mahoney and Audrey you can use each of them one time. Mahoney and Audrey. You can use- so is your baby? Are they able to bite through the umbilical? for you? I've been hiring people to follow you around while travel, to follow you around while travel. Uh, gas, uh, gasoline, the pumps? Not gonna lie. You have been on mine for the rest of the day and probably... The truck that actually Marty McFly had oh, was a badass lifted Toyota yeah. Toyota. Yeah. It's the same as like Stolen Valor, dudes. It's just so it's just some weird... Like, that also doesn't make sense to me Since to me because just play Call of Duty. And woke up with bug bed bites or bug bed bug bites. Do I get a free bird if you give me bed bugs? I, it's, well, you're going to be the... You, you, you want to YouTube. The palaces in the desert didn't build themselves off winners. Who killed Tupac? Oh, wait. No, we know who killed Tupac. Yeah, now, now we, now we who know. Who killed Tupac? Uh, it's... Uh, anyway. The results. The results. I know. Chris, one blooper. Audrey, 14 bloopers. Dave, 26 bloopers. And the winner with 32 bloopers, Mahone. <laughs>
if, if, but, but you know, are they, are they, uh, are they like, please tell me that they're not like pulling people over and searching the booty. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Listen for reviews of your new favorite new brews. favorite brews. It's beer for breakfast. It's beer for breakfast every Friday on Dave and Mahoney. Friends. All I want to do is drink beer for breakfast. We made it to another Friday. Mm, look at this go. We are All still employed somehow, some way, and we uh, celebrate that by drinking with friends and just celebrating life on a Friday as we head into the weekend. You know, I like because- that we celebrate still being employed by tempting them to fire us for drinking on the job every yeah. single week. Yeah. <laughs> We're smart around here. Yeah, we are. We got to find some way to write off some of these uh, alcohol purchases, Dave, uh-huh. as work expenses, and we have found that. Uh, by showcasing a different craft beer every single Friday on the show. We've been doing it for, oh, man, like 16, 17 years now. And so we've drank a lot of beer. We love beer. And uh, the beer that we are featuring today is from the Tombstone Brewing Company. It's called Miner's Mild. It's a English mild ale. It has 4.2% alcohol by volume. It's a style that I haven't had a whole lot of over the years, uh, but recently, we featured one maybe about six weeks ago, and this one saw me. I saw this one on the shelves, caught my eye, decided to pick it up. I'm looking over at Audrey, though. I don't know if the early reaction is great from her, which is interesting. Well, because- I was I was making some faces because, first of all, the on the can, Mahoney, um, I'm reading the description because sometimes I need to do that in order to figure out what in the world I'm supposed to be tasting sure. in this. And one of the things that I thought was really odd, because it is a darker beer. I mean, we'll get into the look and all of that here in a second. But it is a darker beer. And for it to say that it is roasty and caramel with classical fruity notes, I just was, I'm drinking it. I'm trying to get caramel and fruit in there. That's the only reason why I was making a face. So, I mean, a lot of English milds, you know, think of like, even though it's not an English mild, think of like a Newcastle. Sure. You know, that's probably the most common one that you could like, it would be similar to. Uh, so it is have they do. I feel like those do have caramely notes to it. It's not a sweet caramel, but more of a unsweetened caramel. But the five categories in which we rate every single beer here on Beer for Breakfast: look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. Those are the five categories. We don't need a drum roll until the end. Nope, not yet. Uh, the can. It just like I said. I it's it's uh, there's a miner on there. I, it's. Tombstone Brewing Company. He looks surprised. Tombstone is literally... <laughs> Miner looks, like, surprised that he was caught in the act of mining. <laughs> <laughs> what are you mining for there, buddy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, one of my favorite movies of all time, so that also led me to uh, select it. I see. As well. So let's all take a, uh, let's take a smell of the... Miner's Mild English Mild Ale from the Tombstone Brewing Company. Definitely second, getting that sweet. And the malts. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. second I cracked this, like, that aroma just was wafting out of the can, too. <sighs> wafting? Ooh, wafting. You don't think that's a little dramatic to say it was wafting Cut, out of well, the can? I also had the can, like, really close to my face because I was holding it to the microphone. But, mm, you know. And you do have a humongous nose. I do. Thank you. That was so rude. No, it's, it, it's proportional. No, it, it gets it one sip of, of drugs, beer right? and all of a sudden the truth <laughs> starts coming out. No, it's a, so it is the truth. Hey, at least I have one big appendage. Come on. <laughs> when, when you talk about a beer that only has 4.2% alcohol by volume, that's that's like, I think, less than what a Bud Light would have or any other, like, light beer. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's you know, basically like a Michelob Ultra as far as ABV goes. 
So it's it's a very very light beer. In, I will tell in that you regard. that's that's a strike against it for me. I'm kind of an ABV snob. Like if there's going to be a beer that's going to be a little heavier, especially, I want it to have some punch to it. See, we haven't gotten into it yet, but I don't feel like this is heavy. This is not heavy, Dave. No, it's a it's a darker style beer though. That's not. I wouldn't call this like a crushable beer. But oh, a common yeah. misconception: dark equals heavy. And that's just not so many people. Not true. So many people say that about Guinness in Guinness. particular, and Guinness right. is again is in that four mid mid four range, four five to five zero. I can't remember exactly what it is, but a pretty light beer overall. Uh, the smell of this again, like you said, uh, big malt coming mm-hmm. off the nose, no alcohol whatsoever. A, a slight sweetness that also is is coming from there, but overall a very inviting nose for a palate like mine. So let's get to our favorite part of Beer for Breakfast, and let's take a drink, Dave, of the Miner's Mild English Mild Ale from the Tombstone Brewing Company. Cheers, friends. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers, happy Friday. Salute. It's a little underwhelming. It's a little underwhelming, but I mean, to to Mahoney's point, I don't know if it's trying to be overwhelming. It it, it does taste a lot like a Newcastle. It's like a very light version of that. There's not like a gross aftertaste. Like my the yeah, one knock that I have against Newcastle is it kind of tastes like pennies after you've taken a drink of that. I like gave a mouthful of change. Yeah, and uh, this does not. Like this is actually a pretty easy drinking light beer. Like I said, the only knock for me is that you're gonna have to drink thirty of them to feel anything. But I feel like for me, I'm not drinking this beer if I want to get drunk. Fair. This is not a. Uh, this is not a. I'm gonna pound because this is not a beer that you're gonna drink to get drunk. But if I'm going to a baseball game, I'm going to a football game. I'm going to a function where I want to drink, but I don't want to get drunk. Mm-hmm. But I want to be social. This is a great selection for a beer like that. I think. Flavor-wise, I mean, again, and I know I'm going to show my bias here. This is a style that just speaks to me. Like, this is like, it's it's rich, it's flavorful, those malts come through. You've got some, uh, a, a nice sweetness, like a molasses Very undertone. It, it, it's I'm a, burping like it's crazy. It's a little bit more carbonated Whoa. than uh, the last English Mild that we featured a few weeks back. But I say overall, it's pretty well-balanced overall. The mouthfeel for me, uh, light to medium-bodied. Just a smooth beer, and it has a slight refreshing uh, characteristic to it as well. So when it is speaking to you, is it going? Would you like to see my molasses undertone? Six. Ew, gross. <laughs> I would like. I, I love molasses. You know, they say to pair. You can pair this with like mild cheddars. You can pair this with steaks, some mushrooms, anything like a, like a mushroom risotto. Yeah, that'd be. Uh, oh, wow. Or if you're really just good balls. Or if you're tripping that, balls as well. That. My only <laughs> knock on this is isn't a huge knock, you know, getting to the drinkability of this. I could drink a hundred of these. These are very delicious. They don't sit they don't sit heavy in your stomach. But overall for me, I would say the price point coming in at $14.99 is a little fourteen ninety nine for, for a, a four, four pack. pack. For a four pack. Oof. But it's I mean but for again, four point. So you're definitely not getting your best bang for your buck when you're considering if you're trying to get drunk. But if you're trying to have an enjoyable experience, I feel like that's a fair price. Dave, I mean, you tell me, is this a a beer that you would drink again? Do you like the flavor of this? Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with the flavor of it. It's just the alcohol for me. Like if this was a 6.2%. I would think, yeah. hey, this actually is a pretty good bargain because you're paying, you know, three fifty ish a beer, sort of. But that would bring every everything about this beer to be different. Yeah. It would probably be heavier. It would not be as light. It wouldn't be as airy. It's fine. I mean, drink it's, smooth, Mahoney. You, the only reason why I'm saying that it's underwhelming to me is because based off of the description, I was expecting it to be a little <sighs> bit more heavy, and it is so light, which does lend to what you're saying it to be more crushable. Yeah. Um, for me, if I just am going to be drinking a brown ale of sorts. 
you know, English mild ale of, you know, the, I want more nutty. I want more flavor. Oh. I want to hit more of that caramel. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Chris, are you a fan? Don't yes or no? Don't you laugh at me. I am a lady. And yes, I do want more nutty flavors. You want more nutty flavors. <laughs> um, so I'm like recently starting to become an English mild ale fan. Yeah. Um, you know, I never was somebody who used to drink like Newcastles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. this is still kind of a new experience for me as far as beers go. I like it, but I have to agree with you guys from the get-go that it, it's just slightly underwhelming. Man, I like this beer, though. I really do. It's not do. a bad beer. It's not a bad no. beer to me at all. I think that if, if somebody had this in a cooler, if somebody yeah. were to offer me this at a bar, I would drink yeah, I would it. I would drink multiple of these. Yeah. I mean, I, 100%, I would crush these. I just was expecting, I think, something different. I could finish this beer. I mean, I, I, and I would finish this beer. In English mild ale, do you think that like a top hat wearing all uh, would appreciate oh, it? I think, think so. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Well, we're going to, in, in, in several weeks, we're actually going to be featuring another beer from the Tombstone Brewing Company called, I think it's called, the beer is called Classy Otter. Classy Otter. It's an English barley With a monocle. With a monocle. Can I get a drink, please? Oh, Mahoney's Beer Sales Supremacy. I give the Tombstone Brewing Company Miner's Mild English Mild Ale a 3.85 out of 5. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>